0: The Dear Sparrows podcast. I know it's been a while. I am your host, Callie. Uh, thank you guys for growing with me during this time, and I say that in a way that I know my podcast become a little bit more spaced out. But I am in such a time of growth and healing, and just some really cool things that God's up to in my life. Um, and so these are a little bit more sparse, but I think there comes a time for living so that you can do later right so thank you for bearing with me in that time but today what i really wanted to talk about was uh the future <laughs> and talking about future versions of eu so i you know i it's nearing the end of january by the time this comes out it'll be february and just thinking about how many people and i know everybody's heard this like eight thousand times probably by your pastor the other day um but New Year's resolutions, people just throw them away. And I've always kind of been against New Year's resolutions. Not that I don't think it's a good thing to do resolutions, but I just don't think people really resolve to do anything, right? I mean, you know, uh, I tried keto for two weeks, and then everybody I was doing keto with bailed, So I wasn't going to keep spending, you know, $10 a day on meat and cheese. <laughs> but I think that there's something to be said for... Maybe not making a resolution, but coming into agreement that you want to do something for your future self. And I think the view and the scope that we have to do in that is looking at one year from now, the person that I will be. If I were to get in a time machine or if I were to be given a future glimpse in a conversation of me from one year from now, what are the things that I would tell current me that I would really appreciate if you would do, right? And... I don't know, that just got me, like I was on my walk the other day and I was thinking about that I just was really um, climbing towards who God is making each and every one of us to become. And I know I've discussed this uh, previously on the podcast, I know I talked about it in my book, and I very seldom talk about um, some of the ways God will speak to me, but, but one of the specific ways is he gave me this dream one time and in that dream, and this is really personal for me to share, but in that dream, um, I was given a glimpse of myself and the future. And that was really neat. And that, um, it, it wasn't for this specific dream in particular, it was more of characteristics and qualities and how I was carrying myself that I saw to the point where I didn't, at the time when I had the dream, three years ago, I didn't even recognize myself at first. And I think a lot of that was, um, kind of a fear, uh, not of fear of who I've become, but what it would take to become her? Right. And something that the Lord has reminded me over and over is you're not becoming her. You are her. You're, you're blooming into that. You're walking into that. Right. But there were things that I, I don't want to say I became obsessed because I didn't become obsessed with it, but I became very adamant that I wanted to exhibit the qualities that that future version had, and I felt so blessed to have that glimpse, because I know that's a really sacred thing, when the Lord gives you a glimpse of a future event, or person, or you, or anything, Um, and it really falls in obedience on us to not stray away from that, or walk away from that, but if the Lord has given us a glimpse, or has given us a seed of uh, desire to become something, we need to be obedient to whatever he's asking for us in order for that to happen, right? Because if we don't, that's hurting God. I was reading last night in My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers that when we do things counter to the Spirit, we're really just, I mean, in a way, we're stabbing, you know, the Holy Spirit. We're we're saying, yeah, I think I know better than you. Jab, stab. And, and we don't want to do that. That's that's not our hearts. So, so anyway, so this, this person that I am walking into becoming, oh my goodness gracious, like, I, I became just really enamored, um, and not so much, and it wasn't like, you know, I had some six pack, and I had gotten down to my goal weight, and I had this beauty routine or anything, but it was more how I walked without any fear, and I had seen the Lord move in such ways that it was evident, but I walked with no fear. I didn't look down at the ground, you know, kind of weary. I, um, I didn't have this shadow of doubt upon me at all. And I walked in total confidence, not in myself, not in an arrogance, but in confidence of the Lord. And that's something that I, you know, seeing future me and then talking to current me and then even talking to me three years ago when I had that dream... These are things that I want to work on, but they're not overnight things. So what I want to encourage you guys on this podcast, and the reason I'm sharing that, because it's a very intimate thing for me to share at all. Um, I really don't do that often. But the reason I'm sharing that is because if you were given a glimpse of yourself, or if you ask the Lord, Lord, what is your dream for me to become? What is your dream for me to step in and to grow into? What is your dream, right? then what does it look like to become that person? And I think we have to think of it kind of like a seed, right? So there's that seed that is planted in the ground. Now when you have that seed, that seed looks nothing like the flower on the packet from the seed store, right? Nothing, not not even remotely. Like you have this brown little rock feeling seed and you're telling me that that is going to become this giant sunflower that is just stunning and beautiful and glowing, right? Yeah, yeah, right, no. But the Lord says, no, it will. So the Lord gave me that seed through that dream, but he might give you that seed through something else. He might say, here, here's the seed, and it's going to become this. So I want you to believe it's going to become this, but we're going to have to go through all these steps. And what are the steps of that? Well, it's got to be watered, it's got to be in good soil, and it's got to get sunlight, and it's got to take time. And so I think nurturing that, making sure Is protected from storms, making sure when those storms come, that those storms only seek to water it more and not destroy it, and that has good, firm roots underneath that take time so that when the storms come, it's not pulled up and blown away with the wind. And so I think asking the Lord, what does that look like for me to become that sunflower Um, and grow into that because that is your dream. Your dream for me is to look even better than that packet did. But what does that look like? What is the process of that? And so I think taking that back to us, and that maybe be something with, might be something with fitness. Maybe your goal is that you want to be healthier. You want to feel better, and you want to have a healthier temple, right? Your body's a temple of the Lord. Or maybe it's something that, you know, you really have neglected taking care of yourself for a really long time. And if you were to talk from to you a year from now, you would really hope that a year from now you would say to current you hey, I want you to start taking better care of yourself. I want you to eat healthier. I want you to take better care of your skin. Maybe grow your hair out. I think that's the thing. I think if I were to go back in time and talk to high school me or, you know, 10 years ago as a senior, I think I'd say do not cut your hair into that long bob. It's a horrible idea. <laughs> but um, but that's okay, right? You know, you live and you learn, and hair's growing. I'm happy about it. Um, I mean, I'd, like, let it not grow for, like, Whatever, neither neither us. No one cares about that. <laughs> but um, I think thinking and writing and making a list of that and knowing that you don't have to tell everybody about it. It's not like you have to go around this round table and say, hey, so I just want everyone to know the thing I'm working on this year is I would really like it if X, Y, and Z. That, that is not a requirement for you to get where you want to be. Not at all. The sunflower does not have to talk to anyone else in order for it to grow and become as beautiful as it is. So I think holding that between you and God and just talking to the Lord about it and making the Lord your best friend that you're sharing those things with, that's a beautiful thing. And letting it fall on him, letting it, you know, come and say, hey, so God, like, this is just between you and me, but this is something that I really, a year from now, I, I want this to be my reality and... Could you help me with that? And I think that falls, you know, even with finance stuff and saving money and making those goals. But I think if we we look less at it as a resolution, because a resolution is kind of, in a way, it's become so cheap. It is so cheap, and we throw it away almost as fast as we throw away the Christmas trees that were hanging up six weeks before and we were all excited about, right? And I think if we shift that, it would just have a really good intimate conversation with God and with our inner being and saying, who, if I were to come to me a year from now, what do, what are the things that I would love to say you did this this year? And I think letting God dream with you, letting God into the conversation, letting God, um, really, you know, asking the Holy Spirit to lead that conversation. What are the things that you would like Holy Spirit? What are the things that, um, I haven't even thought of, that we should put into line, but that way you're holding yourself accountable, and future you is holding yourself accountable, you, and it gives you a little bit more of a view of progress in that and, and excitement in that, and you're not doing it for all the stupid reasons. And I'm I'm so tired of going on, and I this is gonna sound rude of me, but I'm so tired of going on Instagram. Or Facebook and seeing people being like, I'm doing this with my workout, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's great and good for you. But don't do it for, you know, the applause on Instagram. Don't do it to say you did it. Do it because you just care about yourself. And you don't care what anyone else thinks. I think it's wonderful when you want, you know, go and you're working out every day. I think that's great. But you don't need the applause or the likes or the follows or anything else to encourage you to keep doing that, you know, because it, that's an intimate thing, and I think keeping that between God and yourself, that's, that's where the joy is in that, in my opinion, that's just my opinion, so, if that's not your opinion, then okay, I mean, if you're doing something really cool, like an extreme sport, or you're like, hey, I burned, like, a thousand calories today, because I, you know, rock climbed, or whatever, yeah, that's a cool picture, but if you're just doing, you know, some regular workout, or whatever, then, it's okay. I don't know. I, I'm being probably too harsh on that. But but um, I think making and setting those goals. And I think, too, more than anything, yes, there's the outward goals. But what are the inward goals? How can you get closer to the Lord? And one of the biggest things I think is pushed at church is kind of doing this daily reading thing um, in the Bible. And I love that completely. I think that is really <clears throat> important and good. But I think we have to live in the mindset, too, that because Jesus came and died on the cross and was resurrected, as Paul talks about, we are no longer bound by the law, but we need to live by the Spirit. It talks about that in Romans, right? So what does it look like to live by the Spirit of God rather than the law? So we have to break agreement and break free from these religion mindsets because Christianity is not a religion. Society and the world wants to call Christianity a religion because society and the world loves Loves, loves, loves to compartmentalize everything and stick a label on something. But Christianity in itself, it's not. It's not a religion at all. It's a relationship daily where you take up your cross and you follow the Lord Jesus. And you are living by his spirit whom he has given, right? He gave the Holy Spirit. He wouldn't let the people leave the area after he resurrected and stayed for 40 days and then went back up to heaven, he would not let the people leave the area until the Holy Spirit had fallen on them and they had had the baptism of the Holy Spirit in order to be their counselor of truth, their leader in life. And We have to live by the Spirit. So there might be a day where, you know, the Spirit is leading you to stick with a reading plan. But there might be another day where he says, Hey, I want you to go read in Psalms today because I have something specific there for you or <clears throat> i want you to go check out this podcast i want you to read or listen to this podcast and let it really soak don't just have it mindlessly in the background like you have the office on all the time soak in this maybe it's a long walk and just a conversation but i think living by the spirit in the way that we are letting the spirit grow us and the way that he would choose and that doesn't fall into this very logical rational step-by-step program right it's in a way it's just letting being still and letting him lead the trail and I think there's a freedom in that I often think of it as going into the woods and one of my favorite things to do in the world is just go kind of get lost in the woods and you get lost but you, you have a remote idea of where you are like it might take you maybe an extra half hour to figure out how to get back to your car, but but you know where you're going. Or you don't know where you're going, but you know how to get back in a way. And I think that's kind of how it is with the Holy Spirit, is, is you're letting him lead, and you might find the most unexpected mysteries. And you might get things metaphorically that you never would have before. And I think you can hear him far better when you put down the devices and... You put down all the distracting things, and you just look up, and you listen, and you let him speak to you in the way that you can hear best. And for me, that's nature. For me, goodness gracious, the amount of bird metaphors that your Lord loves to use, blesses me every day. But I think for other people, it might be going and doing the thing that you enjoy most, but inviting the Lord into it. Starting it off and saying, Holy Spirit, would you do this with me today? Would you go on this bike ride with me today? Would you... Go and, you know, help me fix this car today. Would you help me in all these different things? And in the course of it, while you're doing it with me, would would you speak? Because I want to have a good conversation with you. And I think growing those things within is the greatest thing that you can do for, you know, who you are becoming in that future version of you. So I hope that has given you guys some things to think on and blesses you. But I think really thinking about who you who do you want to be a year from now and letting the Lord really dream with you and have a say in that. And, you know, it's great if you want to, you know, make enough money that you do this and that. But look in the heart. What are some things that are more important than enough money to go on some cruise? What are some things that are more important <clears throat> <laughs> than having a six pack. What are some things that are more important than you know driving whatever car? But take it and say, God, what's your dream for me? What's your daydream for me, Lord? And how how can we walk into that confidently? There's a blessing in that. There's a freedom in that, and it's exciting. And I think probably the greatest thing is then when you do look back over the year and you see that that seed of hope that God planted in you, or that glimpse or that vision. Or that idea that he gave you of the future version that you are becoming, that you already are, you're just unlocking and unleashing it, you're growing it, you're tending it, you look at those things that, wow, you know, I might not be that full sunflower yet, but man, I've got a, I've got the stock, I've got the leaves, I've got, you know, the flowers closed up, but it's going to bloom. And when it blooms, oh man, won't I be glad that I trusted him to take me from that little seed? to this flower, and I didn't doubt him, so hope that blesses you guys, Um, keep up with me on the Instagram channel, and what's going on with y'all, um, and ideas for this podcast, Um, it probably will be a little bit more once a month thing, Um, I'm in my own little process now of pruning, and growing, and um, walking through a lot of healing, and I'm excited about that, but I will share that at a later time if ever, because it's it's an intimate thing with God and I, but uh, thank you for remaining loyal listeners, and I hope you all have a blessed week.